With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey guys, this is Mike Badano, and you're listening to Sarcastic Remarks on 365 Sportscast Radio Network. Welcome back to Sarcastic Remarks. I freaking hate you. But we are sad. <laughs> I'm so ticked off. Erg. Uh, and I, I, I went from like pissed off Peter to negative Nancy to level-headed Larry. So it's a good thing we're recording this later, because otherwise I'd be a lot more pissed off. We, we've got a lot of people in this room then, I guess, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's five of us right now. And right now, uh, Larry is the one that's controlling me, so we're all good right now. Um, stars lose 4-3 to three in another game that... I felt like we should have won. What about you, Chris? Yeah. So I don't even know. I don't know. I don't even know what what to talk about now because this is so. It, it everything just pisses me off right now. <laughs> that's the weird thing, though. So it seemed like so the majority of this game, it felt like we were in control. Right. Right. But whenever they scored their goals, it was from like a severe blowout from the stars of doing something terribly wrong. So I don't, and the third period was very annoying. So like the whole beginning of the third period, we looked the best we had all game. I know, and then right. one stupid mistake, one. And then one, and then Hastings goes mistake. down a little too early, and then a perfect pass tape to tape to the exact wrong guy. Yeah, the the other star killer. It's not, it's not named Patrick Liney. I don't know what it, it is about Nino Niederreiter. He loves playing against the Stars, whether he plays for Minnesota or whether he plays for freaking Carolina. Yeah, it, it feels like it's two games in a row now that it feels like we're getting bad bounces and stuff. But at some point, you you have to be a good enough team to win the hockey game. Right, and Carolina proved that tonight. They got the, the, the – I think there are two things that kind of are the biggest takeaways from this game. So – Again, it, it's not even really stupid penalties because they, I mean, you're going to take penalties. I mean, there's never going to be a game where you don't take a penalty unless you're just that perfect, which well, the, no team is. The, but That's a whole other storyline of this game, though. Yeah. Like, the first period, all yeah, those penalties, but, and then someone told the refs to chill out. So. And then the game actually got good at that point because the, the first period right? was so mm-hmm. slow. I mean, the, I think it, it, even Razor pointed out it was like 20 face-offs in the first period. It was like... Yeah, refs, the first period was like an hour and a half. Oh, and speaking of the refs, can can the refs just drop the dang puck? What is it about this year and the refs just not dropping the freaking yeah, puck? It really feels like they're inserting themselves a lot. Maybe, honestly, I, this just popped in my head, but maybe they don't feel accountable to the crowd anymore. 
So the, like they're taking liberties. You, yeah, every time you do a you you hold on to the puck too long, the crowd's gonna boo at you. But like maybe if that not, if that's not in the back of your mind anymore, you'd hold on to it longer. I don't know. Probably not, but whatever something um, to think about <laughs> oh in okay so this comes down to two things in my head and and maybe three i'll, I'll stick with three okay there's a bunch more but there's three big ones okay one of them is we need to start using our speed more and not the drug kind of speed we need to use start using our geary and our hints speed and robertson's getting up there too and that line looked excellent tonight we need to use more of that and especially when we're playing Carolina because Carolina has too much skill for us to be dumping and chasing the puck and their defense is fantastic just like ours is so they're not gonna succumb to that style of game in my opinion and we play that way in the second period and that's what got us all the chances and that's what got us the three goals to get to get ahead and uh so that that was the first thing um the second thing is we really got to execute on our on our scoring chances. I mean, there, there's nothing else that we can do. We did everything right in the second period. And when we were up 3-2, to two, if you include the Dickinson chance, which probably should have gone in the back of the net, and then the chance that uh, it was a two-on-one odd man rush uh, with uh, Kiwi and Ben, which they looked good too. Oh and again, take the shot. Take the shot, Jamie. Yeah. Take it, the shot. He, he that's can what it feels put that like in the back of the net. That feels like a huge problem to me right now. Like all of our big guys, they're they're passing too much. Like Haskinen, he doesn't have a goal. He has a lot of assists. Like he's been that's making great, great passes. That's great. Yeah. But he needs to score the goals. Like that's what he's paid for. That's what he's gonna he's gonna get paid for. Yeah, he's not really when his contract right comes yeah. up. <laughs> Ben needs to shoot that puck. Kivy Rontz is not the guy to score the goal there. Jamie Ben is supposed to score that goal. That's why he's paid his giant massive salary. So, yeah, very frustrating. Go ahead with your points before I go into other stuff. I'm gonna, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm okay. And, my, and my, last, uh, my last biggest thing is it, we got out-goaltended tonight, which is weird. We normally don't get out-goaltended. And for some reason... I never thought of James Reimer as a fantastic goaltender, but he has looked really good against the Stars in the three games that he's played against us this season. And tonight, that's honestly that's the I think that's the huge biggest difference maker, is the yeah, Stars I, didn't Stars had chances we didn't take advantage of them, and then he made especially in the second period some gigantic gargantuan saves that kept his team in it and just allowed his team to kind of chill out and kind of hang around until you know the stars ran out of gas i guess yeah i agree with you in the fact in the hit in the fact that dobby wasn't great but i'll give you a counter argument to rhymer's good maybe the stars just make rhymer look good like we played suban the other night no, as well no 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 no, no, no. We, but we played suban too backup goal two backup goaltenders okay but they're Sp not that good no you're right are we just but... making them look good no, I disagree because that because we but had two in a row. It it happens. Like I'm hearing this argument like a lot on Twitter actually. Really? Like, hmm. Yeah, a lot of people are being like, again, the stars make another backup goalie look like a Vesna contender. Is like okay? I have is heard that, that something a lot. the stars are doing. <laughs> yeah, is, is that something the stars are doing? Are we not good at shooting the puck? No, kind of seems like it. <laughs> you know, at 
if you had asked me right after the game, if we had recorded this podcast, like right after the game, I probably would have said yes. But at this point, um, and, and I'm going to go back and, and again, I'm level headed Larry now. So I've kind of come down and it, it kind of helps listening to uh, bonus, honestly, because I listened to the post game conference and he, he said a lot of the right things and a lot of stuff that I agree with. Um, I wish we would, you know, do better on our chances. But his biggest thing that he said is, if we continue to play like this, then we're going to win more games than we lose. And it just so happens that right now we're just losing these games based off of, especially the first two Carolina goals, that was just off of broken plays. And it just happened to go to the right person at the wrong time for us. So, it, and I agree, I agree with, with that, that. But if, if you're a, a cup contender, if you want to win a Stanley Cup, you find a way to win the game anyway. Right? So you play the right way, you get screwed over by puck bounces, stupid broken up plays, bad goals, your goalie's not on, and you still find a way to win the game. Terribly that's what teams called who win the, yes. okay, that's, that's, that's what teams who point. win the Stanley Cup do. And, that's and what I know we it's early doing. in the season, but it, you were just in the Stanley Cup final. Like, these guys know figure how to win a hockey game. Figure We've seen out. them figure out how to win a hockey game. Game 7 against Colorado. No chance we win that game. We don't deserve to win that game. And we find a way to do it. Because we're a good hockey team. Well, game six Find against, a way to win this game. Well, was it uh, game four against Calgary when we should have gone down three games to one and somehow Pavelski gets the goal out with seconds left and we end up winning, including game six against Calgary in the, the bubble playoffs. Like That, that should, have been, should not have been a game that we won and yet we slaughtered them and figured out a way to, to win. You're right. And it's because, That's... and I think the biggest thing is we had... I mean, the hockey gods are – I mean, we've made them mad somehow right now. And I, I think that's the the biggest point of this is, again, there's it's there's a little bit of puck luck here, but you are absolutely right that if we're a cup-contending team, which obviously right now we don't look like it, we're gone – we've won one game in the past seven. And those teams find a way to win regardless of, of yeah. what happens. So and we're on a four-game losing streak, right? Three of those are by one goal. Right. Well, this one's no two of them, since this one's technically empty netter. I, I count like, this as a I, I count this as a one yeah, goal game. Just that's what that's netter. what I was saying. But like last year, we won this game. Last year, we won the past three games probably. Like we were the best one goal team in the league, right? Like, so I don't know if it's if it's a heart thing. Like if they need to care more. Like especially on the last goal in the second period. It, it looked like just trying Deflating. to kill clock. It just looked like kill... But before the goal even happened. It just oh, looked like okay. they are trying to kill the clock and get to the dressing room, happy with their three goals that they scored, not really worrying about it. And it just, out of nowhere, here comes McGinnon. And, like... Click, boom, it's in the back of our net. Right. And, and then all that, all that momentum we had instantly gone. And, like, they brought it back again to the third, but then one mistake, and it's gone again. And then it didn't come back. Like, that pressure that we had in the beginning of the third period didn't really show up again. Nope, it didn't. So, like, and, and I totally get that it's hard to care about <laughs> a hockey game like this. Like, you're going to see this team, like, six more Eight. times, seven more times. <laughs> Actually, it's not that many now. It's only five. But, again, we only we still so have... we're playing them nine. Oh, is it nine? I, I don't remember. Whatever. There, there's we're, we, we're playing them more There's time. a lot of hockey games yeah, against yeah. the same team. Right. <laughs> So it's I totally get why it's hard to care, like empty stadium, like less games in the season. It's half a season. 
but like you you got to find a way like you can't let last season be it and like the way that they're playing right now it, that's what it's turning into they're getting beaten by the good teams like now they're getting even getting beaten by teams who just outworked them like that's what the two chicago games were they got outworked and their skill couldn't their maybe, skill alone couldn't beat chicago maybe the first game i'll agree with you but the second game i liked the way we played I sound like Jim Nill. My gosh. I like where still, we are. Still, Chicago, <laughs> in both of those games, you can't deny that they, they did, were no, it's working not. harder. Right, no. They, they were a hard-working hockey team, even for played, being as bad as they are. Yeah, they played well. They did. But we played well as, as well, and considering that this team is considered to be in a rebuild, the Chicago Blackhawks, and then you got the Dallas Stars, who are Stanley Cup finalists from just last year. Um, that's a game we should win, and yeah, and and not only have we not figured out the Chicago Blackhawks, who are a rebuilding team, we haven't figured out the Carolina Hurricanes, who so, are a good team, who are a good team, and who are expected to make the playoffs. And in, in the this is a semi-competitive division. It's it's not as competitive as the East Division, but uh, still, it, it, we should have won that game tonight. We should have won the second game against Chicago. Uh, I don't feel like we deserved to win the the first game against Chicago, but it's just all sorts of frustrating just because it seems like we're doing all this stuff right. We're doing – we were getting all this pressure. We're doing the things that we want. We're playing Stars hockey, and it's just not happening. And and it just – it seems just like it's always one thing. Like it's always one different thing. So like it's either we don't get the save when we need it, or it's the one defensive mi- we one defensive mistake we've made in the first seven minutes of the third period, which was that that stretch pass to Nino Niederreier. After having great shift after shift to start the third period, so it, it, I think it, all of it all all this I think it comes down to is like we have a great hockey team. That's why we're in the recent games that we're in. And why it's we're still seemingly playing well, but it seems like the heart from last season and the playoffs, especially, it's not there. There's no urgency to win these hockey games when when there when there needs to be, especially when you're on a three game losing streak. Like the, on points, it looks better than that, but they're on a four game losing streak right now. That's pretty maybe, awful. Maybe <laughs> I I really don't think that's it though. I really just think that. It's. It, I I, yeah, I don't believe uh, like that. Again, just like the last podcast. I can't believe that Subban and uh, and Reimer are <laughs> that amazing of goaltenders. Well, even even average goaltenders can have a really good game, and, I, and I, but they can't happen <laughs> like that close together with two completely different goalies. It's again, so it's I possible. Don't, I think it's possible, and and I, it's now Reimer tonight made better saves than Subban did uh, against us, especially in did he played the first game. I think he played the first game uh, for Chicago, so. and then it was Lincoln in the second one. But uh, still, it I mean he made some big saves tonight, and that's normally what we get from Dobby. And we we, we I mean when we got the save, it was when we were down four to three, and. And it was it was honestly too little, too late at that point because we had no momentum. There was no, and maybe you're right. Maybe there was no sense of urgency. I wouldn't call it heart. I would just say there's just there was just no sense of urgency. 
It was too but calm, after the, too chill. After after the Niederreiter goal, it felt like there was no push. Like there's obvious difference between before the Niederreiter goal and after of how, that's, of okay, how hard that is it's very they true. playing. I'm not necessarily sure that's a heart thing, but maybe that is a sense of urgency thing. I will agree with you on that. Because um, I think this team really cares about each other because the way they play, they 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 play like a team. It's, it's not like they have a giant superstar uh, who does all the stuff for them. So, all right. Uh, all right, no, let's talk about noticeable players tonight. Uh, there's a real obvious one. I think we're both thinking about it. But I'll I'll let you say it. Who was the most noticeable star tonight? Uh, I'll go with someone who you're not thinking of. Lindell looked really good. Oh, that is a good choice. Lindell was playing very well, very offensive. He had great changes throughout the game. Still made awesome defensive plays. He's always underappreciated. So there you go, Lindell, outstanding player. I love Lindell. He's not underestimated by the stars, though. He makes five and a half million dollars, and he deserves every penny. Well, he was still a minus two tonight, though. So, and I know that's gonna happen. A lot with, of goals. <laughs> yeah, with a lot of goals. But again, I mean, Haskinen was a minus two. Kleinberg was a minus two. So. You know how I feel about plus minus. Yeah, but in, again, in a single game, it's fine. I think that's a that's a fine Except stat. When those are the three it. players that are playing the entirety of the game. Yeah, Put but Zekra when... out there as much as Klingberg has, he'll get like minus eight. All right. Well, uh, Alexiak played for 17 minutes and 33 seconds, which is just about a minute less than Lindell, and he broke even. So, I, I don't know. So, and honestly, I don't think it was anybody's fault tonight. I think we really just if 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 you made one mistake, we got screwed over on it. So. Um, anyways, so my yeah. noticeable player tonight, uh, I'll, I'll say the obvious one, was Rope Hintz. Rope Hintz was absolutely, uh, arguably the best game that he's played uh, this season. And he um, has been that good. Yeah, and he, he was, I mean, from the first period on, he was the best player. Uh, he, he was flying down the ice. Gary was feeding him the puck. Robertson was feeding him the puck. And it... it he just looked fantastic on the not just the offensive side of the puck, but the defensive side of the puck too. He plays a bunch of uh, yeah, uh, penalty on the penalty kill a lot too. Yeah, yeah six was it six? Oh, that's power play time. So he all right. So he only spent a minute on the penalty kill tonight, but that's but still like, even the fact that he's out. on there at all from right. last season is pretty ridiculous. Right, and he, so he plays in every situation for the Stars right now. And you can give really to that whole line, right. that line, yeah, and we the... can talk about that. Yeah. I'm going to name it. So we, we they switched Foxa for Dickinson, right? Right. So we've got the CDC line. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so them and the CDC line looked good pretty much all game. So oh, but the CDC line was more like like normal, like they're good checking, the good checking line. But the Rope Hints, Robertson, and Grianoff line, they had chances all night and were on the board a lot. How long were you yeah. waiting to use that? The whole podcast, 18 minutes in? I thought of it as soon as they mentioned Dickinson was on the ice instead of Fox. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How relevant is that in, in today's time? That is so weird. <laughs> Boom. Um, okay, so all right, so that brings up an interesting question now that we're thinking about it. Why did Bonus switch uh, Foxa and Dickinson? Was it just because Dickinson is faster than Foxa? What, 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 what Foxa do you think wasn't looking quick tonight. Really? I don't know what it, 
every time it was dumped and he was the first man in, it it seemed like he never got the puck. I don't know what it was. Um, I don't know if time on ice would reflect that. That's okay, exactly no, what I was looking at too. But it doesn't. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. It worked. I don't know why it was decided to happen that way, but it worked out well. Yeah. It. I mean, the the lines look good, and uh, Fox are on that fourth line with. Uh, I think. You know, and I don't think it. that's gonna be a consistent thing because Dickinson's faceoff percentage is garbage. It, he's not so. Off, yeah. So I don't think that'll be a consistent thing, but you know, we'll see. Hopefully, Fox. we keep it because good line name. CDC. <laughs> um, <laughs> honestly, I think the real reason why we uh, we did that was because Dickinson is just faster than Foxa. And honestly, just with Dickinson being the faster player, um, it just that's what we needed. We needed his speed tonight, and and – he provided that, especially with uh, Cogs on the side over there. Cogs is a pretty quick little dude, too. So, um, I think that's my reasoning why. But okay, stats for the evening. Uh, out, we outshot Carolina thirty-seven to thirty-two, and, and that's a funny thing. Is it like at the beginning of the year when we were winning games, we were being outshot, and now we're out shooting teams and we're losing. Um, and, and here's a big thing with me tonight is we lost a lot of key face-offs, giant key face-offs. And, we, and again, 53 to 47 in favor of Carolina tonight, percentage-wise. Um, again, we let I'm it. I'm Sagan. I know, <laughs> right. And then uh, speaking of Sagan, uh, on the power play, we were one for five. And the only way it's pretty way bad was on the five on three. Extended and again, five on three. And, and that's fine. We took advantage of that opportunity, which that's what we have to do. That's great, okay? But when we had those other opportunities to go up 4-2, 5-2, 5-2, you, you got, it, we got it, to score one. You I got don't to know. score. I think, I think that comes back to these guys just passing. Like, why are we not shooting the puck when we have it? Like, if you're on the wing and you've got a good shot, shoot the freaking puck. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't get it. Like you're getting paid that much money to score goals, score goals. Um, and and again, we let another power play goal, so it seems like our yeah that too has been awful teams, recently. Yeah, both special teams went from really good to really bad, like really fast. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's kind of deceptive that we're fourth in the NHL right now. And yeah, that's not true because the way that we've been playing is just. I mean, we've been getting goals, but on the on the flip side, we've been letting too many goals in on when we're down a man. And uh, hits thirty nine to nineteen in favor of the Stars, and again, that's probably your whole, uh, you know, hometown, whatever statisticians thing that you've been saying. So, and uh, Carolina blocked more shots, seventeen to eleven, and giveaways were dead even at thirteen. So, it. It's a game we should have won. It's a game we should have won. And it... I got one more thought before we wrap it. Sure. Go so for it. Are we like playing two teams instead of playing our game against them? Because you look at the Chicago games, how would a bad team want to play against a team that's better than you? 
They'd want to make it scrappy, and they'd want to make it chippy and low-scoring. And Chicago did that to us both nights. Two goals each game in regulation. And then how does Carolina want to play hockey? They want to play fast, get their chances when they get them, get breakaways to their top guys and score goals. So you think we're feeding into their systems? Maybe we're not playing our game. We're not commanding the game. Maybe we're playing the other team and trying to beat them at their own game. I don't know, like... Because a defensive game seems like what you want to do. And, like, this was obviously not that. It it seemed like we were going for a high-scoring game when we were playing it as well. I just... I don't know how you would how you would fix that like you you got to get back to what was working cycling with the defense dump and chase get it to the point men set it up in the zone score goals that way because like a lot of goals recently have been coming off the rush too which was not normal for last season or during the playoffs at all so well here's here's my thought on that when you said that because that was my argument after the first period was that they needed to change and they needed to do this whole because i didn't feel that the dump and chase stuff was working so i said okay let's use our speed let's use henson gary and get them in there and see if we can score off the rush and that seemed to work in the second period and and then my second thought to what you said is don't the good teams find a way to win and they win in different ways they, they do but when you're playing bad teams and they still can control the pace of play too it's like, you find ways to win, but you want to play your game plan. The only way you get off your game plan is if it's not going right. Which I get in the first period, what we were doing wasn't working. Mm-hmm. So changing there is fine, I guess. I just, when you get to the third period, well, I guess they lock it down. I don't know. Right. See, see, all of, like, like, all of this is just all confusing. All of this. It, Especially the past two games and games we should have won. Because it's just like, well, they did this, and they did this well, but then they didn't... Uh, wait, what? And it's just all confusing, and it's basically like, like watching throw up on the ice. Because it's just... Yeah. It's it, it's ugly to look at. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully all this talk is pointless, and it literally just is. We just had two really unlucky games. That's so. Uh, th- that's what I'm attributing this to. That's... I'm, even though I said that we didn't, you know... We didn't execute... I'm just going to go with a just dumb puck luck. No. In the words of Professor McGonagall, for sheer dumb luck. I think that's what it is. So, um, and, you know, I, I just thought about this because we're all confused and depressed because of the last four losses. But you got to give some credit to Jason Robertson. Uh, he, he's been excellent on that line. Yeah, that whole line is great. This is what I've been saying, dude. Robertson yeah. is fire. I told all y'all. I told all y'alls. I told y'all Robertson was going to be on the ice this season. And he's, Five-star review for that. <laughs> and he's actually on a three-game point streak right now. He had two assists tonight. So Two, is two points. How many points, Ryan? Two. Two points, Ryan. Dos. What did I say? Asians are good at hockey. <laughs> <laughs> well, he he's looked excellent. So hopefully they keep him on that line, and hopefully Hintz doesn't get hurt and stay out a couple more games because I would hate to see uh, more line reshuffling. I'm so sick of line reshuffling. Let's just keep the lines that we got, and nobody else get hurt. Radulov, come back. We need you. <laughs> I don't know if you would have made a difference tonight, but 
we need you back because uh, I, I, I guess we missed that offense. So, All right, anything else, Chris? I think we're good. I want to win hockey game. Yeah, I do too. So, Stars uh, lose again tonight. Final score, 4-3. to 5-3, to three, excuse me. I'm still thinking it's not. We, we both think it's 4-3. to three. <laughs> We both think it's 4-3. It was basically a 4-3 to three game. So, uh, Stars lose 5-3 to three to the Carolina Hurricanes. We'll have another uh, PGR for you guys on Saturday after the Stars take on the Hur- Hurricanes for the fourth time. And uh, hopefully we'll look for a win on this one and see if we can solve the puzzle that is James Reimer and the Carolina Hurricanes. We got um, a normal start time on Saturday. I don't know what we're doing with 30 minutes late. Like, what the heck? That was yeah, dumb. That's weird. What time does it start? 7.30? 7. 7. Tonight started at 7.30. 7.30. I turn on TV. I'm like, what the heck? Why am I watching Brian Ray? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I enjoyed it, but I was confused. <laughs> All right. Well, you can follow us on Twitter at SarcasticR, where I ranted right after the game, so you can enjoy those tweets. And, and go read all the rants in the comments. Those are, right, those yeah, are good. There, there, there are a couple of good ones in there, too, yeah. And then uh, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram. You can listen to wherever you get your podcasts, and also on YouTube. Um, make sure you listen to our uh, 365 Sportscast show every Thursday, uh, 3 Central, 4 Eastern, on that radio network over there where we uh, do a radio show on that. And eventually we'll do a live one, hopefully. And uh, hopefully this makes absolutely no sense. Because I'm so <laughs> Good night, and we'll catch you guys on the flip side. <laughs>